Welcome in to another episode of the Chef's Table Podcast, and thank you for continuing to support and listening to this podcast. This week, I'm very excited to present this week's podcast because I'm changing things up a little bit, and we actually have a guest this week. This week, our topic is on international cuisine with a focus on the country of France. Very lucky to have an esteemed guest, Chef Claude Savasco, joining me as we discuss all things France, where we talk a little bit about the various regions, some of the popular destinations, what kind of foods and dishes and ingredients you might find from the regions. It's a pretty exciting uh, podcast, and you can definitely hear the passion that Chef has, not only for France, but for food in general. I'm actually going to be using this podcast in one of my classes, and we sat down and actually talked for almost three hours. I recorded about an hour of it over a Google Meet. So if you really want the enhanced version of this podcast, please go to the Chef's Tables podcast on Facebook, where I have posted the actual video of the recording, where you will see a presentation that we put together. I also pull up maps of France and various websites to really enhance our uh, conversation. So make sure you check that out. Um, before we get started with this amazing podcast interview with Chef Claude Savasco, uh, we do need to pay a few bills and then please enjoy. All right. Well, I'd like to welcome our uh, very special guest, the Chef Claude Savasco, who is uh, I, I would was joining us from Spain. Uh, I would actually like to say good morning because it's ten, 10 o'clock here in Las Vegas, but uh, it's actually about seven p.m. over there. I believe is that correct, Chef? Seven fifteen exactly. Yes. Perfect. Chef. Um, so, Chef, good evening. Uh, good good evening or good much. morning. Good morning to you. Uh, you are <laughs> my yeah. pleasure. So, thanks uh, for, for uh, joining us uh, tonight uh, on your end and uh, this morning uh, on, on our end. Um, so, uh, you're joining us today because we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, region of France. And uh, before we get started, uh, if you want to just uh, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Uh, and your uh, roots to uh, the country of France, feel free to do so, Chef. Well, you know, Ed, that I don't like to talk about me, but <laughs> I think that uh, having a passionate chef like you in front of me, I'm going to tell you that, yes, I was born in France, uh, close to Paris, in fact. Spent a lot of time and did my culinary adventure and learning in France, South, and in Paris. But my dream was to travel and to also learn in some other countries uh, the cooking and the learning that uh, what uh, other countries can uh, show me, which uh, I did travel. I did uh, cook a little bit uh, uh, in Asia. And uh, mostly, you know, I spent about 30 years in the United States and uh, 20 years in Las Vegas, in fact, in a beautiful school and some other place, which uh, 
I want to be brief on me. I just want to tell you that uh, I'm still, still passionate about food. And I love to share uh, what I've learned in France. And because I was born in France, it's a beautiful country, uh, country and uh, great food, great wines, uh, great chefs. I do have a lot of uh, great friends that you, you met, invited uh, in Las Vegas. Uh, I think that cooking uh, for me it's uh, will always be a passion. And, uh, even if today, as my retirement, uh, I am in Spain because this is a beautiful country too, with great food. I'm enjoying cooking every day, which uh, it's a pleasure for me to be here. And uh, I'll let you uh, take over. Perfect, chef. Thank you. I can already feel the passion coming through. I'm really excited, very excited uh, to to do this presentation with you. And I know it's going to be an amazing educational experience for anybody uh, who checks this uh, recording out. So I'm really excited. So, chef, I'm going to start by uh, sharing my screen with you. And I'm just going to, uh, first of all, start with uh, just a, a simple basic map of France. Uh, and this is generally how I would start off any presentation. And uh, if you want to, you know, just share anything uh, when you look at the map, anything that comes to mind about the uh, geography uh, or anything along those lines, uh, feel free to do so, Chef. Okay. Well, as you can see on that map of France and Paris, uh, the capital of uh, France uh, on the top there, um, we are surrounded in France with, I believe, uh, if I recall, eight different countries um, with uh, Belgium, uh, Germany, Italy, Switzerland. On the bottom, uh, it's uh, Spain. And uh, we have, in fact, the, uh, on, on the south, we do have the Mediterranean water, uh, ocean, the sea, uh, with Monaco also. And on the left side there, you have uh, the Pyrenees between, in fact, the Pyrenees between uh, Spain and France. Uh, beautiful, beautiful regions. And then you have on the other side, uh, the, uh, the, the, another ocean, the uh, Atlantic. And you have on the top there of uh, France, you have also the, the Manche between uh, England and, uh, and, and France, which, France, it's divided in a lot of different regions, which I'm going to say the uh, uh, just five main regions about the wine, but we're not going to talk too much about wine, which we do have great wines, but a lot of different uh, regions uh, in regards of the food. And with uh, normally on the top, Brittany, uh, a little bit on the left there. I think we're going to go back there later. Bordeaux on the bottom. Uh, on the west side, Provence on the bottom, uh, south, uh, Alsace on the on on the east, northeast, uh, and of course uh, other regions, Loire Valley in the in the center of France. And uh, um, what I I mean, if you if you want me to develop all the regions, I can, but it will be a long talk because each regions has its own particularity, its own identity, I'm going to say, uh, just briefly, in regards of the food, even though each region has its particularity, uh, originality of the food, the food of that region, uh, every region is served 
in France everywhere on any restaurant. If you go to South, you will eat escargot from the Burgundy, or you will eat pot au feu, or you will eat also, uh, if you go to Normandy, you will have that type of food with, of course, uh, uh, on the menu, the specialties of, of that region. Perfect, Chef. That was a great interview. Thank you. Uh, You're welcome. I'm sorry, a great introduction uh, to France. And uh, yeah, it does have a lot of countries bordering it. And um, it's funny because last week, uh, the last few weeks, we've been actually talking uh, about the country of Spain. And, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about the Pyrenees Mountains basically kind of uh, divides the two countries. So I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, kind of really worked well with what we had talked about last week. So uh, what we're going to do next, Chef? Uh, if if, is, if uh, you want me to, if you want me to add something uh, the, uh, on, sure. on that screen, uh, absolutely. Um, uh, maybe uh, also in France you have uh, you have mountains. You have a lot of mountains, especially on the south uh, east, and also on. Uh, I mean, you just mentioned the Pyrenees, which is absolutely gorgeous. But you have the Alps, Alps, right? Uh, you know, border with the Italy and Switzerland. Uh, regions of the uh, of the the mountain and the ski regions, and uh, on the top there, uh, if you go back up uh, to close to Strasbourg, uh, see Strasbourg. Yeah, you have also some uh, small mountains called the Vosges, V O S G E S, uh, the Vosges, which uh, you have mountains, uh, a lot of mountains. Perfect. Okay, so. Uh... So, Chef, I'm going to share um, a presentation that you and I have put together. Uh, we'll kind of walk through some different parts of France, uh, a little bit about the history, a little bit about the region, the different regions and things like that. So um, let's uh, just jump right in. We'll, we'll start off first here. Um, this is the, the uh, is this the official flag uh, from France? Yes, it is. Okay. The blue, white and the red. Perfect. Okay, so um, we'll we'll jump right in here. So I do have an, uh, another uh, map of France here, and once again, we can kind of see uh, the different countries that it borders, and the uh, the waters, the oceans, uh, the bay, the English Channel that you talked about. So uh, with France, France is actually the third largest country uh, in Europe, and as you had mentioned, uh, there are a lot of mountains and hills. So about two thirds of the land is actually covered with the mountains and the hills. We talked a little bit about Pyrenees Mountains, which is on the south of France and basically is uh, pretty much the border between Spain and France. And then, of course, we have it the is. Alps, which the borders Switzerland and uh, Italy. And then, obviously, there's a lot of rivers, as we can see on this map. And then uh, two of the biggest are the Loire River and the Rhone River. Uh, wanna, anything yes. Anything on that? No, no, no. Many, 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 many rivers. A uh, lot of uh, fish, of course, from the, the rivers. Uh, the Loire Valley, probably, yes. The Loire Valley, in fact, it's the longest river in France, which, uh, if I recall, 785 kilometers, almost 800 kilometers. Um, and uh, the, the, the start, uh, uh, the river, I mean, the, the, the point of the water starts in the a, in a, in a Puy, Puy de Dome, in a, in a, in a in a, in a, almost on the south mountain there and goes back up to the Loire Valley to the ocean on the left there. Uh, it's okay. a beautiful region, in fact. I don't, I don't know if you're going to talk about that later, but uh, yes. Uh, many rivers, many forests, uh, 
different. Alors, in France, also there is difference between the Normandy, Brittany, the the, the south and the, the Provence and the mountain. The diversity. It's it's incredible. It's a beautiful country. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you. Uh, even uh, even if I left a long time ago there, I mean, more than 35 years, but I still uh, we're still enjoying the country because it's a beautiful country. Absolutely. And of course, you have also the island of Corsica on the, on the Mediterranean water, uh, yep. who is there? It's, it's, it's France, it's France, uh, totally France, and um, with a lot of influence in Corsica with the Italians, because the Italians were there. Napoleon was there, in fact. Napoleon was born in Corsica, which, uh, ah, and okay. uh, ah yes, Napoleon was there, and. Um, the capital, I mean, Paris, the capital of Paris, uh, the capital of France is Paris. Uh, if you've never been in Paris, I mean, it's a beautiful city with the Eiffel Towers and some of the museum and stuff and probably Notre Dame and uh, some other beautiful place to visit in Paris. No, definitely great country. Perfect. All right. That was a nice little introduction. Uh, so let's move on to the next slide. So. Uh, here, um, we, you know, the, we're just going to keep it very, very brief, uh, but uh, a few comments about the history of France. Uh, in ancient times, France was uh, part of the Celtic rule, eventually with the Roman Empire taking control of so much, uh, you know, on the planet Earth, basically. Uh, they took control in the first century B.C., and then by the 17th century, every region was taken over uh, by the Franks. And then, of course, we have the French monarchy, uh, which took control until the French Revolution in uh, 1789. And then, of course, you know, you can't ignore Napoleon Bonaparte when you uh, take a look at the uh, history of France and which you basically had control until 1814. Anything you want to add in here, Chef? Well, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to start with the French monarchy because, uh, I mean, before that, of course, yeah, you're right on that, on the 17th century. Um, but in, at the time, the monarchy was so strong in France. I mean, and we probably will talk about that when you are in Loire Valley with all these castles that uh, the, the, the kings had built. And uh, I have a little story about that, by the way. I'm going to tell you a story about the castle. Um, we we had at the time a lot of uh, uh, kings and we fourteen. Uh, you know the revolution in 1789 uh, uh, with the the Bastille. We call that the Bastille, uh, la prise de la Bastille, Bastille, Bastille Day, the 14th of July, July 14, 1789. Bastille was a prison, in fact, and uh, the, the peasant came and uh, they started the revolution like we do have in revolutions nowadays. And um, they took control of the Bastille. That's, and then after that, of course, uh, we have some kings and uh, the queen who was, uh, <laughs> who, who went to the, the, the capital. Um, they, they, took, they took over and they, 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 they get rid of the, the, the Josephine and, the, uh, and also Louis says at the time, which 
Napoleon came and uh, Bonaparte and um, he took control until uh, 1814. And uh, 1814, almost. We're getting there when Escoffier was born, almost. Karim uh, was there. Karim. And uh, I believe Escoffier, 1853, that was Escoffier was born, if I recall. Ed. But Karim was there, which 1800, it's a, it's, it's, it's the beginning of, of what probably we're going to talk about the culinary here today. Perfect. Yeah, perfect, perfect. And then, uh, so moving on a little bit further here, a few interesting things just to know about France. Uh, you know, when we look at the history of the restaurant industry, uh, you know, it depends on who you talk to, but uh, some people say that one of the very first restaurants as we know them today was uh, started in 1765 by a Parisian named Boulanger. And basically, mm -hmm. uh, if I'm correct, he basically sold uh, almost like a, a, a porridge or a soup, uh, kind of like a restorative. It wasn't uh, much that you could get. I don't even know if there was a menu. It was basically, he was pretty much selling that uh, restorative uh, uh, type of uh, soup. Um, anything you want to add on that, Chef? Well, you know, I don't know if we, they call that the first restaurant, I, I would say the first uh, takeout food, uh, because at the time in Paris, there were some, some little place, and uh, this is one of them, uh, effectively, that uh, were preparing food, uh, mostly for employees of, you know, castles and stuff, uh, maids and stuff like that. And... Um, that, that that was one of the first place here yeah, where they were starting to prepare food and, and I even don't know if they were selling that food, they were giving the food. Uh, just for your information, in Paris, uh, there is a restaurant called La Pérouse, La Pérouse, across uh, the street from, uh, from uh, the Louvre, you know, uh, where uh, Louis XIV was there. And that restaurant still existing today. And that was uh, the place where Louis XIV was uh, asking the staff to, I mean, the staff at the time, to put the, the, the food and the, the, the wine and the stuff on that place. And still there, La Pérouse, L-A-P-E-R-O-U-S-E. -E. Yeah, beautiful. This is the place. Yes. This is the yes. very first picture here. Is that the? Is yes. That yeah. The, yeah. This is the one. Still, in fact, they cannot touch that uh, that uh, that building. It's an historical building. Uh, they can, nobody can touch that building. And uh, I mean, I went there with my wife, and uh, it's absolutely amazing place. I have stories about that place, but it will be too long probably on your video. Um, uh, that was cross from Le Louvre. Uh, and, and on that place, in fact, the specialties was the canard au sang, you know, the canard, the duck, okay. the, yep. the, the, the blood canard, I mean, the duck, uh, great place. Which, uh, to go back to your, uh, to, to the boulanger, yes, boulanger was before that place, but at the time, you know, was little place like that where they were preparing uh, food for a lot of people working the castle and stuff. Perfect, and then, perfect. Go ahead, Ed. Sorry. Yeah, no problem. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then um, 
I know there's a tourism is a big part of the economy, but I also uh, believe that agriculture uh, has got to be a big part of the economy as well, especially with, uh, you know, the, the love of food there. So farming, uh, you know, uh, dairy, uh, raising cattle, dairy farming for the cheeses. Uh, matter of fact, there's almost 400 different types of cheeses in France. Yes, definitely. Yes. Uh, I mean, agriculture is a large part of the economy in France. Why? Because if you go, if, if you start from the, the, the top, Normandy, you have a lot of great cow. The weather is there. In fact, you have lands with great grass, green grass, um, where the milk and the cream and the, 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 they have a lot of great, great cheese there, Normandy. Um, you have also, they raise a lot of uh, uh, sheep and cow uh, in, the, in the center of, uh, uh, of uh, France. Brittany, since I can see your, your, your slide here, Brittany seafood, as you can see, Brittany, it's on, on, on the ocean border, it's seafood, oysters, oysters, fresh oysters, uh, lobsters, shrimps. Uh, all type of seafood fish. Um, and the beauty of Brittany and Normandy, it's not too far from Paris, which every night you have from the boat directly to Paris, which in the restaurant in Paris, when you go to Paris, you have fresh fish from, 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 from the day before. Um, cheese, yes, yeah, very, very important in France. Cheese, and I'm going to add bread, bread and cheese, because Bread, it's also very important, which almost 400 type of cheese. I mean, you know, I mean, I didn't, I even don't know if I tried all, but uh, I love cheese. <laughs> That's a lot of cheese um, to try. Yes, it's a lot of cheese. Um, here, um, I'm going to say that we have also five main, main region in France in regards of the wine. Briefly, you have Champagne, re uh, Champagne region. Which one little thing in Champagne, ladies and gentlemen, if you listen or you add, it's in Champagne, you have three major grapes only that we, use, we do Champagne with. Only three. It's Chardonnay, Pinot Noir, and Pinot Meunier. This is the only three grapes in Champagne that we use for uh, Champagne. If somebody's telling you, no, we use some other one, etc. No, this is only the three grapes, the main grapes, which may uh, five main regions, the Bordeaux, the Bordeaux regions, the Loire Valley regions, the Champagne regions, uh, Alsace, and, um, and the Burgundy, which... Uh, do you want me to add something on, on that? Or? No, that's perfect, Chef. And yes? <clears throat> excuse me, just to add on uh, for... And correct me if I'm wrong, but I do believe that in order for a bottle of champagne to actually be called champagne, it has to be made and come from that region with one of those three grapes. Yes, yes, you're right. It needs to be champagne. In order to get the champagne, it needs to be made in champagne regions. And otherwise, otherwise, in some other regions in France, um they they they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna make the sh not the champagne it's called the crément c-r-e-m-a-n-t it's the same method of preparing that champagne but it's called crément they cannot call that champagne 
Very good. And, and they knew in, 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 anywhere in the world, in fact. Right. And, uh, you know, I know that there are uh, certain laws in place. I know throughout Europe and, and in France uh, where they have different designations. Uh, and we don't have to go into that too much. Uh, but uh, in order, you know, for, for certain things to be able to be called what they are what? in terms of drinks, uh, I mean, in terms of alcohol or foods, some of the, they have to be made in that designation. Yes. And in fact, in France, you have a lot of, in any regions in France, for cheese, meat, uh, fish, uh, wine, uh, mustard, etc., it's called the AOP. AOP, AOP, Appellation d'origine protégé. And is that Appel just in France or is that throughout Europe? No, that's just in France. AOP. Okay. And just to give you an example, um, you so go to. Gonna, I typed in AOP here and let me know. Well, if it, 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 used to it used to be called AOC, uh -huh. Appellation d'origine controlled. But okay. now it's called AOP. As you can see here, you have one. Okay. Appellation d'origine protected. An example. I'm just going to give you an example because there is so many. But if you take the camembert, the cheese camembert from Normandy. The camembert cheese, the real one. If you want a real one on the box, I mean on the little uh, box where when you buy the camembert, uh -huh. you should mention AOP. AOP means that that camembert was made in camembert region in Normandy, and it's the same for the wine. See, right, see so here. Oh, you you got one here. Perfect. Right here. Yeah. Uh huh. So this is one of the, this is one of the great one. In fact, I know that one. There we go. <laughs> yeah, AOP, which uh, and and you know what? Uh, it, it, it's the same for the meat in, uh, in in the meat or the fish or or the mustard or any type of uh, of product from a regions to be in order to be protected. It's uh, it's important to to have that AOP. Right Rock here, four, an example. Yeah. Rock four. Right. What, so what that for? little uh, that little seal right there is uh, is the AOP that we're talking about, correct? Well, yes, and also you have the the words, you know, the, okay. the just the, the letters AOP. Gotcha. Perfect. All right, chef. Perfect, man. That's uh, so, some some very interesting things uh, to learn about France there. So um, let's move into uh, where we'll probably have a little bit more uh, in-depth discussion and that's where we start to actually talk about the cuisine a little bit and uh, I know that we cannot really surmise French cuisine into one slide we could probably talk about that for hours but uh, you know to to put it into very simple terms uh, when we look at the history of French cuisine I think we can start off with what we call haute cuisine right or grand cuisine very high level, fine foods using uh, exquisite ingredients. And, and we see two big chefs from that time, and that's Antoine Carême and Escoffier. And, and I'll let you take over from there, chef. Yes, I mean, this is our masters. <laughs> hmm. No problem about it. Uh, Antoine Carême, uh, uh, in fact, a little bit before George, uh, before Auguste Escoffier, uh, Antoine Carême was the chef who started the haute cuisine, no question about it. Why? Because he used a lot of great, great ingredients and he, well, this is it, uh, Antonin Karim. Um, 
Yes. And um, he, he was he was mostly preparing the food uh, for the kings, you know, for for the high for the for the society, high society, and using anything that he wanted, etc. But Escoffier came after, and you know that uh, you know I am proud to talk about Escoffier. Uh, I was the chairman of Escoffier for many years, and I still, in fact, the honorary chairman Escoffier in Las Vegas. Um, Escoffier came after Antonin Karim and changed a little bit uh, what Karim was preparing. He, Escoffier, Escoffier was the chef who, ah, our grandmaster, I'm going to say. To all uh, the chefs in the world, I mean, yes. you know that, Ed. Yes, and and, uh, and just to—I know you're going to keep talking, but uh, just so everyone's aware, I mean, a, a lot of the things, a lot of the techniques, and the skills, and the, the mother sauces, and all those things that we learn as basics of culinary school, a lot of that can be tied to uh, a scoffier, correct? That, that's correct. In fact, in 2021, we still use the escoffier receipt. The, the recipes, uh, and even if we modernize the, the recipes, all the chefs in the world, you can go anywhere in this world. I mean, in Asia, anywhere. And any chef will tell you, well, uh, the basic recipes come from that uh, great chef and master, Auguste Escoffier, which... But one thing I would like to say about Escoffier, Escoffier was not only a passionate chef. I mean, he, he went to America at the beginning of the century in. Uh, 1900, he was invited, in fact, and uh, and his passion was for food, but also for for other people who didn't get the chance to go to school at the time. And what I mean by that is, Escoffier did at the time organized dinners for wealthy people anywhere in the United States, in France, in Italy, in Spain, everywhere in this world. And he was raising the money to, uh, on preparing that special evenings for the kids who wanted to learn cooking. And he was able to give them the jacket, the chef jacket, not the chef, the, the cook's jacket, the, 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 the shoes, the pants, the knives. That's what Escoffier was about. And, and 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 you know what I'm talking about, Ed. You uh, <laughs> you you came in, in in one of those dinners that we used to prepare in Las Vegas, also for Wu, for the kids. You know, the kids that uh, didn't have the chance. With not only that, yeah. but he did, like you said, he did organize and he did the recipes and organized the. the he, he he was the founder of the brigade in in, in the kitchen. And, uh, which yeah, uh, I was just about to get to that, and I, and I think he also was uh, someone who uh, brought organization, but also brought um, a level of respect for everyone in the kitchen. Uh, because before that, uh, you know, being a chef or working in the kitchen was just seen as a, you know, a, a peasant job, I guess, if you want to say. And I yeah. think he brought a, almost a, a celebrity type of status, but also brought respect, respect for everyone who worked in the kitchen as well. Definitely, and uh, that, that's why I believe that uh, now, even nowadays, but if any, if any of the students, I don't know if they learn culinary or some other stuff, but 
my recommendation, read, you have that on the internet, read the book on Escoffier and you will learn so much and, and, and about that, which, uh, uh, and after that, you know, after Escoffier, uh, beginning of the 19th century, I mean, great chef came, uh, uh, we, we talked about the Nouvelle Cuisine after that, uh, after that, uh, that time. Nouvelle Cuisine, but we have great chef with like Fernand Point and Mr. Paul Bocuse. We call, we call him Mr. Paul Bocuse, which was a very good friend of mine, as you know. And uh, uh, what they did, it's they, they changed a little bit the, the traditional cuisine on the Nouvelle Cuisine, more lighter, uh, not too much cream. Ah, Mr. Paul, yes. Yeah, I that's a little bit cream. later photo, but uh, yeah. Yeah, like with the copper pots in there. <laughs> yeah, well, still there. In fact, in in these restaurants, I'm still there. Do you know? Do you know why we use a copper pan everywhere? I mean, in all the kitchens at the time. I mean, even nowadays. Well, I know that copper is uh, one of the best conductors of heat. But other than that's that, it. Yes, uh, this, this is it. Yeah, this is it. It's uh, it's for that reason. It's it's the big, the the best conductor of heat. And, uh, but pain the butt to clean up. Yes. Definitely. And I did yeah. that when I was a young, young cook in, uh, in, in my apprentice and the school. We have to cook. But yeah, good. Mr. Paul, very, very, very great chef, which they transformed. I mean, they changed a little bit the, the old cuisine to the nouvelle cuisine. However, I'm going to tell you briefly because I don't want to lose that. I don't want to miss that. But even nowadays, we go back to the traditional cuisine. We still have the nouvelle cuisine, but we still have we still go back to to the traditional cuisine. Great food, great ingredients, great sauce. Not too heavy, but good stuff that people recognize and will enjoy it when they have that food in the plate. Definitely. Perfect. All right, chef. Thanks. That was that was uh, that was really great. Uh, so let's uh, move on. And, and here we're going to start to talk a little bit about some of the regions uh, okay. of France. And, and we'll start up uh, north with uh, the regions of Brittany and uh, Normandy. As Normandy. you mentioned, Norm Normandy, very close to Paris. Uh, of course, it's uh, near the English Channel across from uh, the UK, uh, you know, we, we obviously, as we see all throughout France, but especially in this region, we might see a little bit more seafood. We see the use of butter and cream. Uh, we see crepes and galettes come from this region. So uh, I'll let you take over from there, chef. Well, normally it's uh, one of the regions that, uh, touch my heart. Uh, I mean, all of the regions, but normally why? Because when I was a kid, my grandma used to from Paris, uh, used to take me to uh, on vacation on the beach of Normandy. And Normandy, well, the reputation, it's uh, June 6, uh, uh, you know, the D-Day. Uh, so, uh, uh, matter, matter of fact, let's, uh, we'll, we'll pop um, over here now that we're going to talk about uh, we'll Go ahead yeah. to D-Day. So tell us a little bit about this area, Chef, here. Well, the, the, the D-Day, to me, touched my heart all the time. In fact, uh, and you know, I am an American citizen, I had, uh, born French, but each time I go, each time I have friends coming from the United States, we go back to that place exactly where uh, is this picture. Why? Because the D-Day, as you can see on the, on the bottom there, there is the, the beach, uh, the, the, where the, the Americans came and, 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 and liberate, uh, France, in fact. 
and the American cemetery. American cemetery touched me so much. It's fact, American cemeteries, the land is owned by the American people. It's not, it's owned by America. It's not owned by France. And um, there is so many, so many, so many people who died there, so many uh, Americans and some other people in some other cemetery, but uh, normally it's the place where, of course, talking about the cheese, the cream, the butter, it's the very, very lush, um, beautiful lands with uh, not too far from Paris. But to me, Normandy, when we talk about Normandy, it's mostly the coast. Alors, you have one thing also I forgot to tell you, but in Normandy you have a lot of great mussels. We do a lot of mussels there, uh, you know, with red wine and, and, and some other stuff in the, in, in, in the recipes. Okay. So the I coast, just pulled up the map here. And, yes. Uh, so we can see the Normandy region, and then we have this uh, body of water. Yeah, uh, which basically, uh, as you can see, Wistriam here. See Wistriam, all the coast. That's right where here. the American, yes, right here, all the coast here. Uh, that's where the Americans landed on the D-Day. Uh, uh, okay. Yes, and then they, they, you know, they went to Caen, and then after that they went to Paris. Um, which this is normally a little bit on the further left. You, you will see uh, Brittany, if you want me to talk a little bit about Brittany. Sure. Go ahead. Uh, you want me to say more about Normandy, Ed, or? No, that's, I think that's good. If you want to talk for a minute or two about Brittany, go right ahead. Uh, which basically in Normandy, when I was playing, when I was a kid there with my sister and my brother, we used to play on the, on the, the German, uh, how do you call that, the bloco, the, the, where the German built it, the, I don't know, the German, they built it, the, um, anyway, uh, we used to play on the beach and we found some, some shells of stuff that they used to, uh, during the war. Wow. This is with yeah, the, the, I don't remember the name of uh, the big, anyway, no big deal. Uh, Brittany, uh, Brittany, beautiful regions. Let me see if I can. Is that uh, what we're looking for there? It's, no, uh, well. More like a city. But anyways, uh, well, you know what? We'll head back over to this map. I think this map's a little bit better. Kind of shows you the area, Brittany, the region. Yeah, Brittany, which the Brittany normally is almost like one region. Alors, Brittany, a lot of great seafood. Huh? Oysters, again, fresh fish. Um, and you have the Mont Saint-Michel. Ah, this is a place where everybody needs to see. I mean, it's one of the... Wonder of the world, in fact. Hold on. Can you hold on one minute, Ed? Just one Absolutely. second, please. Yeah, no problem, no problem. Sorry. That's no I have, problem. I have Sheepy that wanted to go see Chris, that's why. <laughs> Your little dog wanted to get out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she wanted to get out. Um, Mont Saint-Michel. Mont Saint-Michel, it's, as you can see on that picture, the, the, the sea, the tide is low, low tide. 
One particularity of this place is when the tide comes up, it goes so fast, the water comes so fast that comes like a, if a horse will will be on the gal, you know, will run. Uh-huh. And the water, the water surround, surround totally that place. It's a beautiful uh, basilic cathedral on the top of the Mont Saint-Michel. And the, I, I love this place. The Mont Saint-Michel, it's one of the, it's called La Mer Poulard. La Mer Poulard. It's a little restaurant that they do an omelette. And you have to show that to your students, in fact, if you have a little video, La Mer Poulard. Okay, it's let's... Can we find a picture of it? Spell it for oh, me. Oh yes, oh yes. L A. Then M E R E. Then P. Poulard. Yes, la mer Poulard. Yes. Okay. Voilà. This is a and and the speciality of that place. It's uh it's an omelette, but an omelette it's it's not a regular omelette, huh? Uh, okay, let's see if we can find a picture of that omelet. Uh, there we go. Uh, oh, it's oh. very fluffy. Yeah, it's like a souffle omelet. They do that uh, under the, the wood fire. Okay. They do that under the wood fire. Oh, and they see. have, if you have a video on that, it's great because when they, when they, when they beat the eggs, it's, it's like a ritual. It's absolutely amazing. In fact, wow. last year, last year, I have eight friends from Las Vegas who came and I took them there. And they have a they have the chef who came and did that for them. It was absolutely amazing. Yeah. Wow, that's very cool, chef. Yeah. Very cool. The 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 video on that I do have a video, but uh, yeah, I'll see if I which, can find a video for sure. Which ba- ba- basically the Mont Saint Michel. The speciality also on the Mont Saint Michel, you have land around the the, the the ocean, and it's it's a little gigo d'agneau, the ship, you know, the gigo d'agneau. Uh-huh. The leg of lamb, yep, and the leg of lamb is the one of the specialties of uh, specialty of, uh, of that regions because what's happening with the ocean, the the, the rain and the the, the wind, uh, the land are salty. Yep, and the it's sheep. Kind of, uh, it, it's kind of the same way in in the UK. Uh, yes, the, the the lamb that's that's uh, raised over there, the same thing that the, uh, the the salinity from the ocean makes its way into. <laughs> grass and then the lamb eats the grass and then and, and, and ends up actually kind of uh making the the meat tender tenderize the meat a little bit yes yeah. absolutely yes perfect this is a this is a beautiful place there yeah that's gorgeous chef uh, i mean talk about a place to visit in france i would definitely say that would be uh, at the top of the list um so let's move on to uh the next region so we're going to uh, still stay in the north but we uh, are headed over uh to the east a little bit and we're in the region of Alsace and Lorraine and as we see it borders uh, Belgium and uh, Luxembourg, Germany. Uh, So uh, in this region we tend to have uh, a little bit more of a German influence when it when it comes to the cuisine uh, and uh, you know you see some examples of pickled vegetables, pork, sausages. We have a, a popular dish from there, the tart flambe uh, and uh, I'll let you take over chef. Uh, let's let's hear some more about the region. Yeah, it's absolutely a gorgeous region, the Alsace also. Uh, like you said, I mean, like you mentioned, uh, uh, German influence, uh, specialties uh, uh, with sausage and pork and bacon and uh, cream onions. 
that picture of that flam kush, I mean, I wish uh, I can get it here because it looks great to eat. I mean, <laughs> it's, 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 it's like a pizza, in fact, with, with bacon and onions and stuff. And it's cooked in the uh, wood oven, uh, like a pizza, but it's a different type. It's not really a pizza. It's not a pizza, in fact. You cannot call it's, that a pizza. Would you say there more a, like a flatbread kind of thing? Like a flatbread with cream, a bit of cream. Uh, a lot of uh, fresh uh, um, uh, pepper and onions and bacon and 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 basically uh, every corner of the street in uh, Strasbourg or little city there, you have uh, you have a little place where they cook that and you can take a slice, take the slice and eat that when you go back home or just walking on the street with uh, that type of food. And also uh, in in Alsace. Uh, great wine, by the way, in Alsace. A huh? uh, little bit of uh, German influence, but great wine between the Riesling and the, the Givers Traminer. I was just uh, going to say, more of your white wines come from that region, probably, correct? Mostly white wine. They do have red, too, but mostly white wine. Huh? Uh, floral wi white wine. One thing that the, the, is in, uh, in Alsace, it's the famous uh, sauerkraut, the choucroute. It's called the choucroute. And that's a dish where it's absolutely in winter time. It's absolutely a great dish to to eat. Uh, the royal chocolate with sausage and and pork and uh, bacon and ah, that's it. Yes. Okay. Well, potato, steamed potato, and um, I did be, have uh, this. Yes. This kind of looks like uh, sauerkraut. This I know seems that, to be uh, talking a little, looking like a little bit more like what you're talking about. There's the sauerkraut and the steamed potato, yeah. and then you have the uh, sausages. Which, which basically the sauerkraut, it's what? It's a white cabbage. You know, it's it's a cabbage. It's a white cabbage, but Fer uh, fermented cabbage. Yes, yeah. that's correct. Yes, and um, uh, again, a great dish. Alors, we eat that dish mostly with the, the Dijon mustard. I know probably we're going to go to Dijon later, but the, the, the Dijon mustard to give to give a, a little pop, you know, to uh, to to that dish, especially with the sausage, etc. Which uh, and also in that region of Alsace, uh, we drink a lot of beer. Uh, uh, yeah, a lot of beers. Uh, it's good, good beers. In fact, some chef cook the the sauerkraut with beer and some yeah, with and, white uh, and some with white wine and some of the you sausages I, I imagine might yeah. be poached in the in the beer as well yeah. and, and beer and the belgium and the, and the german influence once again so D definitely yes makes total sense uh so you know staying in alsace uh, you know we uh, we have the capital of alsace which is strasbourg in this absolutely gorgeous city so uh, i know you've been here and you have a familiarity with it so please tell us some more about this uh Beautiful city, chef. Yeah, Strasbourg. Strasbourg. It's a it's a gorgeous little city. I mean, it's it's as you can see all the house there. It's very old antique house with the wood beam. You, you can see the on the side, and uh, the, the, the in Strasbourg when you walk into the city, you have a lot of little uh, water can, uh, channel like this one. And they call that uh, the small Venetia, la, la petite Venise, like in Italy, Venice, you know, the, the city in the water. They call that the small Venetia because there is a lot of a little uh, channel with water. Um, 
Strasbourg also it's a lot of flowers. Every house has flowers around the the, the windows, and um, it's definitely um, it could be very 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 cold in winter. Um, one particularity, in fact, in Strasbourg, in, if, if, if one day you, you visit Strasbourg, it, you can leave Strasbourg and go to a little village close to Strasbourg, walking distance, and each village will welcome you when you arrive with a little glass of uh, their wine and a little bit of sausage too. Nice. Yes. Very cool. That, that's a... Uh... Just a gorgeous looking city. I definitely would say that would be one of the top places we might want to uh, visit as well. And then uh, we'll we'll move into uh, probably one of your more favorite regions of France, uh, and that is Burgundy. Obviously, we have some amazing wine that comes from here. Um, we have one of the most famous mustards in the world, Dijon mustard. Uh, we also tend to find uh, things like escargot. Uh, so, chef, take it away. Tell us some more about Burgundy. Ah uh, yes, Burgundy. It's, uh, it's there is this. Like I said, I love all these regions. Burgundy is one of the regions that I really love. Not only for the wine because they have they have great wine, um, but for the food. Dijon, by the way, the, the Dijon, the city of Dijon. Uh, just for your information, was uh, before Paris be, before Paris being the capital of in France. Dijon was the capital of. He called that the capital, the, the Duke uh, of, of France before. It's a region with the most great wine. I mean, very, very expensive wine as well. Alors, in Burgundy, for your information, two grapes, Chardonnay, Pinot Noir. Boom, that's it, Pinot Noir, Chardonnay. Um, in regards of the food, Amazing food in Dijon, like you said, escargot come from Burgundy. I mean, the escargot is the escargot, but um, they do have a lot of uh, different recipes on escargot. Uh, the boeuf bourguignon, you know, the Burgundy, the, the boeuf bourguignon, the famous beef bourguignon, also uh, from uh, uh, Burgundy. Beautiful little city. And one thing that in Dijon I love when I go there, the city created like a, a little two hours, two hours walking tour by yourself in the city, where on the ground they they have a little bird, bird number one, and then the bird number one on the ground just you know it's like a uh, encrusted in the ground, show you where to go to the next one to the number two, and then to the number three. And when you arrive, you can see a different building or different museum or, or place in, in, in Dijon. And you have 22 little birds like that. It's it's amazing city, uh, uh, Dijon, amazing city. Amazing wine, amazing great food. What can I say the most? Ah, and, and then uh, and, and the mustard. Yeah, the more uh, uh, yeah. talking about a little well, bit more about the John Mustard. Please tell us about this uh, very yeah. uh, historic uh, shop. Yeah, well, this is the this is the original shop for the Dijon Mustard. Uh, was built in 1747. I went there. In fact, it's absolutely amazing. They they, they let you test different mustard and the original mustard. 
as you can see the cd or nobody can touch in fact uh, the outside of that uh, boutique because this is the original one uh, they probably cleaned up since uh, 1747 of course but um, is the place where the manufacture of uh, of, uh, of the mustard was uh, not too far from the hotel where i stayed in fact yeah great place yeah so here i'm just sharing uh kind of a close-up of uh of the city and, and where that actual uh shop is located center center of right Dijon. in the center of dijon it looks like yeah yes yeah Perfect. um what can i say about uh, that region i mean uh the, the the wine like i said you have wine that has been made for years i mean hundreds of years and it's still the consistency of the food and the wine it, it's amazing on that place in fact in dijon you have a lot of little restaurants you know like uh, i'm not going to say an underground but like a little cave uh you go down and you have little place little brasserie and you have beautiful brasserie outside too. I mean, I love the Dijon. Perfect. All right, chef. And then we'll move on to the next region. This is Loire Valley. Aye, 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 Loire Valley. As you mentioned uh, <laughs> earlier, it's uh, basically like the garden of France. And of course we have yeah. some other great wines coming from here. And this is where we really start to see some of the history uh, of t in the terms of the, the French monarchy, because uh, we tend to find a lot of castles <laughs> in this region. So. Tell us some more, Chef, please. Yes, I mean, from Paris, Loire Valley is not too far. Um, if you leave Paris and you go to Loire Valley, it's about 350 kilometers, 400 kilometers at the most. The longest river, like I said, in Loire Valley. And we call Loire Valley the, the Garden of France. Why? Because so many castles with beautiful garden and that was the regions, the region that uh, all the kings at the time built it, uh, their uh, castle. I'm going to tell you, uh, they built it castles main, main, mainly for their mistress. <laughs> That's something, uh, <laughs> uh, it, yes, because uh, incredible, but they, they were building castles for their mistress. But anyway, uh, one thing that I visited a lot of castles in Wavali, one thing that I learned, uh, about the castles, it's when you enter a castle in Wavali, you know, by the main entrance. Uh -huh. if, and when you turn, when you leave the castle the, 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 by the main entrance, each main entrance face Paris. In other words, uh, the, the, for, at the time for the kings, they knew that, okay, Paris is straight, <laughs> you know, it's straight ahead. Which, uh -huh. um, uh, all the all the main entrance for the castles are uh, facing Paris. What can I say? Beautiful, beautiful castles to visit. Um, great regions. They have good food also. They have great food in uh, in Wavale. The, the Wavale, one of the specialties uh, on, on on the veggies is the asparagus. Okay. Yeah, uh, they grow a lot of asparagus, uh, cabbage, and artichokes. Uh, uh, stuff like that, and also they have a lot of in the river fish, the river fish, you know, like spiked uh, white fish, 
the, the, the beurre blanc, you know, the famous beurre blanc. We yes. talk about uh, in the kitchen. White butter sauce. Yeah, white butter sauce in Noir Valley. Uh, what can I say? They have a lot of foods too. I mean, but uh, oh, this is a uh, Chambord. Yes, this is uh, this is one of the beautiful uh, castle. Imagine that castle one. Why? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember the rooms that they have this castle, but it's huge, huge. And um, you imagine the land around that castle too for the kings. This is one of the biggest one, and huh? they have smaller, smaller one also. Uh, I mean, that that is just. Uh, I mean, talk about another place you definitely want to check out. I mean, that is just in a beautiful, beautiful castle. I, I imagine you could spend a half a day going through that. Uh, castle and tour and everything in the grounds. Yes, in fact, when I used to uh, do a presentation on Loire Valley, uh, you minimum three days on each regions to to develop all the the the, 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 the regions. The weather is is good. It's a good weather there, and not too far from the ocean as well. In regards of the wine, one thing I'm going to tell you about the wine is about that Loire Valley because this is the only place where where we can find that they have a small bottle of wine. A bottle of wine is 750 milliliters, you know, or uh -huh. they have one liter. But in Loire Valley, they have a bottle of wine that's called La Fillette, La Fillette, the small girl. It's a small bottle that is not a 350. It's not the 750. I believe it's a little bit less <coughs> excuse me it's the only place in Noir Valley that we call a little bottle of wine la fillette like a small yeah, why don't you, uh, let's see if we can find a picture of it can you spell that uh alors, f i l l e i t t e A, a Loire Valley bottle of wine. No, they, they're not. No, they, they're going to show you smaller. Uh, See, Lafayette okay. is Lafayette. It's a small girl, but it's called I that Lafayette you. wine. Yes. Wine. Wine. Loire Valley. Loire Valley. Ah, okay, maybe Lafayette wine. They don't yeah. show the bottle. No. They don't show the bottle. Okay, well, we get the idea. It's like a, yeah. just a small yeah. little. Uh, it's, small it's a small. Why? Because most of it pays on the morning. He used to eat sausage, bread, you know, that little bocadillo in the morning after at, at 8 a.m. And instead of opening a big bottle of wine, they, they did not open the 350, but a little bit more. It's called Lafayette. Gotcha. Okay, cool, Chef. That, that's that's good to know. And uh, let's uh, let's head down south, ah. uh, staying on the uh, east coast here into the area, the region of Provence. And uh, we have this beautiful lavender field with mm -hmm. the snow-capped mountains in the back. We see the uh, cuisine uh, du soleil, the cuisine of the sun. And uh, if I if I pull up the map here, uh, which I will in a second, we see that uh, we have a, a, a border with uh, Italy. And uh, so we have uh, quite a bit of an Italian influence in this region here, Chef. Yes. Uh, in Italian influence, definitely, because in fact, uh, Provence was Italian before the 16th century. That uh, uh, the, it was called the Comte de Nice, in fact, and Provence was part of Italy. Um, yes. Yes. Yeah, so um, we're, we're, we're in this area here, and then you can see here's the border, and then we go right into yep. Italy. 
c'est Italie, Genova. C'est la famille there, by the way. Um, because they used to be there, but then, then they moved in Genova. Uh, Provence. Provence, it's the regions like, you, I mean, you field of lavender, huh? lavender, 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 which uh, uh, grape flower plants. I mean, they use that uh, everywhere. A lot of olive oil, herbs, plenty of herbs, thyme, I mean, tell, name it, a lot of herbs. Uh, the food there in Provence, it's mainly like uh, uh, a lot of influence, Italian influence, which we use a lot of fresh tomato, olive oil, fresh herbs, uh, like flatbread pizza, um, ratatouille also, we do that there. Tian, ratatouille, yeah, veggies and, and with a lot of uh, influence, herbs. And also, and Jeff, uh, as, as, and I don't mean to cut you off, but no, I, no, no, go ahead. Here is, uh, I want to tie in. You've mentioned a lot of vegetables and herbs and things that are grown, and I think we tie that into that cuisine du soleil, right? The, the cuisine of the sun. Where do we get that name from? Well, we we find a lot of uh, freshly grown vegetables and things like that from the region. Definitely, and also the, the region is sunny. Yeah, yeah the, the region is sunny all the time. Uh, it, 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 that's why a lot of people from the north they want to go to south because the sun is there all the time, which uh, big influence. And also on the bottom, I mean, close to the ocean, the Mediterranean Ocean, you have a lot of uh, 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 fish like called bouillabaisse. Uh, uh, it's yes. it's a, the bouillabaisse mm -hmm. uh, in in south seafood but uh more you're going close to the border of italy and more you'll see a pizza pizza and flatbread and uh, uh fresh tomato and uh stuff like that beautiful salads um in in provence one thing so, voila, that's Chef, it. uh here we're just to, yeah. to uh, tie into your bula base uh, and you know this is one of the dishes that we would typically make uh in in class and uh, I'll let you talk a little bit about it if you'd like, um, you know, with the with the well, the fresh seafood. About the bouillabaisse, you mean? Yeah. Feel yeah. Free. Well, if you go to South and you ask who has the best bouillabaisse, everybody will tell you it's me, <laughs> not uh, me personally, but all the guys. They they, they do have a lot of uh, bouillabaisse. It's a, it's a what makes a great bouillabaisse? It's the broth. A great broth, uh, and, and also the uh, and the. Go ahead. Yes, and uh, I know this, uh, and I'm I'm drawing a blank on the name, and I'm sure you'll be able to remind me. The uh, crouton. Yeah, the crouton with the with the red pepper uh, puree on top. What is the, the rouille? The rouille. 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 That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the right. rouille. Yes. Well, what makes that dish the bouillabaisse? It's like a, a, a great soup. I mean, rich with seafood and fish, and you have this uh, toasted bread, little toast. And the rouille, the rouille is what? The rouille, it's, I'm, uh, it, it's, I'm not going to say it's like a mayonnaise because it's not a mayonnaise, but it's, it's made like almost like a mayonnaise. But normally a rouille is made with some uh, potatoes and saffron and garlic and olive oil. And, uh, and really you get that paste. Okay. And it gives a little, you know, when you eat that soup and the seafood with that rouille and the crouton, it gives a little pop of, of, of in the dish. It's a great yeah. dish, in fact. Good balance. Yeah, one thing in Provence, by the way, I want to tell you that Provence, 
there is no many, uh, not too many red wine or white wine. It's mostly rosé wine. Rosé wine. Rosé wine. wine is made with white wine and red grapes, but rosé wine. Hundreds of different type of rosé uh, and uh, in, in that region. Perfect. And then we'll move into another one of your more favorite regions. Uh, Hi, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wine, but uh, here we've got probably some of the best wines in the world. And uh, feel free to talk a little bit about that and, and of course, uh, the cuisine that we would find there. Yeah, and I'm going to start with the wine here because uh, when you talk about Bordeaux, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to tell you something. You have uh, the uh, 1855 uh law that was made by napoleon about the wine uh, the classification 1855 and when you talked with people who love wine about that classification 1855 you have chateau margot you have mouton rothschild chateau lafitte aubryon and then you have another one lafitte latour Tuel, Margot, mm -hmm. Mouton, and Aubryon. This is the five wine, the top most ex expensive wine in the world. Wow. Yes. Classification by Napoleon in 1855. That's pretty in interesting fact, to, to, to hear that kind of history uh, we, and, and yeah. the effect that Napoleon still has on today. Absolutely, yes. And the classification still today. Uh, in Bordeaux, Allez, let's go back to the... This is, this is crazy, that those classi this uh, classification. Bordeaux, there is more than 10,000 winemakers. Everybody can grow wine, but the specification, it's AOP every single land. No question about it. Now you have a beautiful picture here. That's uh, uh, the, the center of Bordeaux, and the Bordeaux. Uh, what I love when I go to Bordeaux, it's uh, they have great food, by the way. But Bordeaux, I love to go there for great, beautiful steak, filet mignon, or ribeye with the Burgundy uh, demi glace uh, red wine sauce reduced. That's it. That you know. Uh, this is a great dish. I mean, I love that. But they do have also escargot. They do have some, uh, but mostly meat. Yeah, mostly meat. Great, great sauce with the the the, the, the wine. Yeah, and and as we see in the picture here, so we got a nice little torn tornado of uh, or a little fillet. Uh, and, uh, you know, as you were talking about, the one of the popular sauces is the Bordelais sauce, which is really just a combination of a really nice demi-glace and a, a reduction of a nice red wine. And you can even just, even in this picture, you can tell that this sauce has a really nice consistency. Yes, very rich. It's, it's been reduced very, very well. And then, of course, and the, 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 the palm frites in the back. And the bon, the, the, the bon nero, too. I can see that. Mm. See the bon nero? Yep. Which uh, Bordeaux, uh, if you go to Bordeaux, you will have a little bar that will serve you wine by the glass, great wine. You can. It's absolutely a great region for 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 wine and food, and also uh, the, the 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 region. It's a beautiful region too. Which uh, when I, 
you know what? I may I might go there tomorrow. In fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, so and uh, to get there from Spain, would you drive, Chef? Would you take a train? How would you get no, there? No, oh, no, I will drive. I mean, uh, I, you know, I, 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 I'm now I am about 100 kilometers from Barcelona. Which, by the way, if one day you want to talk about Spain, please let me know because I learn about that country. It's a beautiful country. Great wine, great food, great chefs too. I mean. Absolutely amazing, which uh, yeah, well, uh, for sure we'll. Uh, I drive we'll, only five we'll, uh, hours from here. Five oh, hours. That's not that's not too bad of a drive. No, 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 no. All right, and then chef, uh, we're going to finish up with uh, the region of Lyon and uh, yeah, yeah, Lyon. We're we're talking wow. about food. I think that uh, you know, uh, at one time this was the gastronomic center of France. Some of uh, France's most famous chefs, uh, even ones that we have talked about, uh, worked here. And uh, we, we tend to find a lot of uh, little uh, bouchons in this area. So uh, tell us some more about Lyon, Fran uh, France, Jeff. Sure. First of all, I'm going to tell you bouchon. Bouchon. What means bouchon? Bouchon means cork. Ah. You know? A cork. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a small little cafe restaurant called bouchon where you can have... Uh, Typical, typical Lyonnais, uh, the region of Lyon, the food. Um, Lyon, yes, a lot of great chefs in this world, in fact, uh, went to Lyon, learned or were born there in Lyon, from France. But a lot of chefs also from all over the world, they went to, to Lyon, that region, to, to get more on, on, on their plate about learning about the food. Uh, because the diversity of the food there, it's absolutely amazing. Mr. Paul Bocuse was there too. I mean, I, it's difficile, difficult for me to, to, to mention any type of food in Lyon, but one dish that I love personally is the quenelle, uh, Lyonnaise. Oh, you know, sauce natural or sauce, mostly quenelle, fresh quenelle. But they have also the gratin dauphinois, you know, the potato gratin. Potato. Uh, gratin yeah, dauphinois. Potatoes with cream. Dauphinoise, yes. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, the, the food in Lyon, it's, you can go there and enjoy plenty, plenty every day. Rich food, careful. <laughs> but norm normally when we go to Bouchon, we go on, uh, on lunch time. And evening, we mostly go for sort of appetizers. They do have a lot of sausage too, a great sausage, that cheese sausage, yes. Glass of wine on the evening. Uh, you start at 7 p.m. and at 9 p.m., uh, 10 p.m., it's you have enough, plenty. Which, um, and one thing in Lyon also, and I'm sure that you, you, you I know you know that, I don't know if, uh, uh, your class know that, but the fam famous Bocuse d'Or, the golden Bocuse, Bocuse uh -huh. d'Or, every two years, come from Lyon. Uh, in fact, uh, I took a chef uh, in the past, uh, Chef uh, Picnay in the past, uh, with me in Lyon. He was, uh, he came back sick because he ate too much. <laughs> um, so I'll, uh, I'll share this uh, picture. Ah, uh, yeah. So uh, yes. the Bocos yeah. d'Or is, uh, I guess, if uh, if you wanted to to put this in general terms, this is the 
most uh, sought after, the most highly regarded cooking competition in the world. Mm -hmm. Would you say, yeah. Chef? Oh, yes. It's the Golden Glove. I don't know if I can say that. Or yeah. it's, it's the most highly regarded competition in the world. Uh, the stress that the chefs has have to prepare to prepare the dish it's every country is represented i mean most of the countries and every year it's a competition that it's amazing what they do what they prepare what 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 is done i mean it's crazy it, it is crazy uh but when you when you do the bocus door it's like uh, i don't know it's that, like the olympics you know it's like uh, getting the olympics which it is crazy it is totally crazy but it's a yes. great competition i went there many times um it's crazy yeah, it's, uh, but it's, uh, when you're you passionate be... you know nothing is crazy when you're passionate that that's this is true chef uh but uh, and, and these chefs uh practice for hours and hours and hours to perfect this dish they could basically almost do it with their with their eyes closed they've done it so much and they yes. are uh, highly, highly judged. Everything is taken mm -hmm. into consideration, and to win this is uh, very mm -hmm. esteemed. And I know that you know we've we've had some trouble here in the United States, uh, and I think it's been a little while since we've had somebody who's uh, won from the United States. Uh, but um, I know it's uh, one of the most challenging and highly esteemed uh, competitions in the world when it comes to cooking. Well, the, the, this is why it's done. It's been done. I mean, the, the book is done every two years because as soon as the as soon as you know that you're going to compete, you're going to start training, um, uh, and you have two years to to train and to prepare your dish and to to do your stuff. Which, uh, but you know, it's it's you know, in in 1999 when I did the uh, culinary Olympics in Las Vegas, which was a, a big competition with all the chefs. And I remember that, and uh, I'm not going to say that uh, I am proud that I did that competition in Las Vegas because, not because I win the first prize, but I will tell you, uh, the competition was tough, and uh, with everybody's pushing us, etc. Which that was a very good training as well. Uh, Bocuse it's an event that if you can attend once, you have to go and look at it. Amazing. For sure, Chef. Uh, we appreciate uh, your perspective on that. And uh, to, to, to finish up, Chef, so we, we've done oh. a good job touching on the regions. I think uh, if we, we talk about France, probably one, you know, some of the more popular foods, <clears throat> excuse me, that we see from the region are crepes and galettes. So uh, tell us a little bit about those, Chef. Well, that's mainly about the beautiful galette with the eggs. That's, uh, that's the, I mean, in, in, in Brittany, Galettes are everywhere. You eat galettes. They prepare galettes like uh, with bacon and ham or cheese or just eggs, escargot. And uh, the galettes are served, in fact, in Brittany, mostly with cider, apple cider. Uh, the crepes, uh, the, the, the savory, it's mostly Brittany and the sweet one with like uh, the crepes with apple, apple in Normandy, and with, that's the regions of apple, where we do the calvados, by the way, the brandy, huh? brandy. Uh, 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 calvados is made with apple uh, in, uh, in, uh, in uh, Normandy, which uh, they do, they do a lot, they do uh, crepes 
suzette. Uh, that's a classical dish, you know, the crepe suzette with the orange, the brandy, uh, Grand Marnier, etc. Which crepes mostly Normandy and Brittany. But like I said at the beginning of this interview, all that food that we talk today about it, you can find that food everywhere in France. If you go to South, I'm sure you will find a little creperie, meaning a little restaurant will serve crepes in South Provence or Burgundy, or which you can find that food everywhere. In Paris, of course, you have all the, every. I mean. The diversity of restaurants is amazing, which you can find any of that uh, food in, uh, in France. All right, Chef. Um, well, we've been talking for the past <clears throat> two and a half hours, and it felt like we just <laughs> yeah. started. Uh, I, I know we could keep going and going, and then uh, we definitely will meet again, whether we talk about Spain or we talk about somewhere else. Uh, but uh, I really enjoyed this, and I just want to say thank you so much for your time. Uh, you know, I know it's a little bit later there, um, but, uh, you know, your passion just comes through, Chef, and it's just always great to talk to you uh, just about food in general. Uh, not only, it doesn't have to be from France, but just talking about food in general. Uh, so it, this has really been a pleasure, and I know it's going to be a, very educational for a lot of people. So just want to say thanks for uh, spending some time with me. You, you. You don't have to thank me, uh, Ed. You know, we, we work together, and uh, I know you're a passionate chef. And I, I will not do that for some people, probably, but for you, you know that uh, you can call me anytime. Sharing what uh, I learned in my career, and uh, it's, it's always a pleasure sharing that, especially for, for, for students or for, for one, the ones that want to cook. I mean, it's this is who we are, you know. You remember when we cooked together for the kids for the last Vegas police department and uh, uh, stuff, and that's cool. Which, to me, keep your passion and uh, get the passion for that because it's a wonderful career. I mean, it's a great career. Food, it's a, when I still, I'm still cooking every day, and it's which you don't have to thank me. It was my pleasure. I hope your students will enjoy it. Thanks to you, and anytime you're welcome to come and visit. And soon I will be back to Las Vegas, so, so probably on the end of the year, to say hello to everyone and to uh, to get my ribs and my burger. And, uh, you know, so I miss that. Some, uh, food. some Americanized food, right? Yes, Americanized food. And you know, we have great chefs everywhere, not only in France, everywhere in America, in Spain, everywhere, which good luck. And thank you for let me sharing that passion with you. All right, chef. Thanks. It was really great to talk to you. We'll talk soon. Have a great rest of your night. Thank you. You too. Right. Have a great day.